So I'm going to be open with all of you. And that's, these blogs, podcasts are hard to do. And for the main reason, it's that I want to do my best with them. And that means there's a whole lot of pressure. I write it several times. There's times the words just don't come out right. And that means when I, I write it on the document, I go through many different rounds of edits. And the only reason why I'm currently afloat is I've got days where I do several of them at a time. And it is a lot of work. It's a lot of pressure. As much as I enjoy it, I recognize what's going on and just how important. And if you're wondering how long it took from this being written to this being available for you, it was first written on the 22nd of January, and you're going to be listening to it on February 2nd. Which, cue a little drum roll, is 11 days from the first draft of this day's thought being written, you guys hearing it. And during the time, I wrote several other thoughts that are going to be coming through the rest of February. And that's going to give me three weeks worth of time. And for all of you who are listening to this, you who put up the low-quality audio compared to people who have the $100, $150 microphones with the wind covers, you know, those little foam, um, what's what I'm looking for? Those little foam-looking, like, mittens they stick over top of the microphone to remove wind, those who have the arm jigs, all that advanced recording equipment, which I haven't bought yet, because, one, I'm a little cheapo, so, call me cheap, but second, it's that my whole focus has been to be responsible for what I've been given, which includes money, time, effort, and I'm not yet at the level where I have the space to use the microphone and all that stuff, and yeah, if you're reading the blog, this is very off script, sort of. I'm trying to do something new. But here's the point. It's that I write these things. I'm a lot like Abel, who, when you read chapter 11 of Hebrews in verse 4, the author of Hebrews says this about Abel. By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain through which he was commended as righteousness, God commending him by accepting his gifts, and through faith, though he died, he still speaks. When Abel offered his sacrifices, he offered the best he had, which was the firstborn of his flocks. And as I'm reading through why I wrote that's in, the pod, that's in the blog when you read it compared to the podcast, in the Old Testament terminology, to bring the first fruits, to bring the firstborn, is to bring the best of what you have. And when I wrote this, God reminded me of the story of the widow who gave the two copper coins in the collection bowl of the temple. Sometimes this is called the widow's mite, other times it's called the widow's offering. But she gave two small copper coins. And before then, a bunch of rich people come in with huge sacks of money. Like when a guy robs the bank and they're always carrying that big old money sack in the cartoons. We had people who brought in those types of bags and stuck them in the offering coin beforehand. And I am thinking of the Story Keepers TV series where they animated that um, story. But the point is, all throughout that day, when Jesus and his disciples were in the temple, sitting nearby the collection bowl with the offerings, so many people came in to make a show, to make themselves seen by others as they gave huge amounts. 
But when the widow came in, she placed the two copper coins. And Jesus, taking his disciples away, explained to them that she had given more than all the rich combined. Not because of the quantity, it was two copper coins. In modern days, that'd be like someone coming with those big giant display check with tons and tons of zeros on them and just sticking it next to the pulpit of the church when the pastor asks for offering. And then here's this widow who puts in $2 into the offering basket without any real bother. It's just like, okay, here's the offering plate. Here's my two bucks. Have a nice day. And then leaves at the end of service. And God's saying she gave more than all the big checks combined. That's because of the heart. She gave all that she had. Money she needed for food. Money she needed to take care of herself. She gave everything she had for God. However little, however not so much it was, she gave it to God. And it's the same way with this blog, or this podcast, or these thoughts as like for these weekly thoughts as I'm calling them from now on. It's the fact that I want to bring my best. It's the fact that each and every one of us should approach each day that same way to give our best, to bring what God has given us, to do the best at working it, to grow, to make an actual effort with each thing we've been given. And that's why every day I put these podcasts, every day when I decide to sit down and work on the blogs, every day when I want to put out the thought, the words don't come when I record well. I try my best to read what I've written, and it doesn't feel like it flows smoothly off the tongue. Which is why this time I'm trying a new method of reading through my, my blog before I record. Or read through it a few times to understand what's being said. So I can say it again in my own words. And this is going a little better today. But one thing I'm going to write, one thing I'm going to read word for word from my blog is this. I want to finish today by giving you the question. That is, how are you approaching what's in place in your hands? Are you doing your best to make it grow and prosper, or are you just doing the bare minimum? Do you see each day as a chore or as an opportunity to encourage others around you? The other thing that I just breezed over not realizing it is something I want to get back to, and it's in my blog. I had mentioned Christianity on the Job, a sermon my old pastor did, one of my old pastors did, reminding us that our witness. It's seen by those around us in the way we work, how we treat others. And it's through that the people realize whether or not we take our faith seriously, whether we truly approach Jesus with holy fear, knowing that he has the right as King of Kings and Lord of Lords to pronounce a judgment over us, to judge our works. The word judge can be seen as a what's I'm looking for, can be seen as a negative thing. But it also means to say how good or bad something is. It's not always guilty or innocent, but rather saying what type of quality is the work that you've done. I can't remember the exact scripture reference, but I know that when Jesus spoke with his disciples, he explained that there will be a time where all our works are tested in the fire. And that which is made of high quality will survive the fire and enter into the kingdom with rewards for the good work they've done. But for those who don't, 
It will burn up, and they'll enter as one who has merely escaped the flame. And it's one of those things. Each day is a job to serve God with what we have. Through our deeds, words, motives, people know if our faith is true, if we are serious and what we believe. And that's something so many people do not realize. They think each day is a chore. They don't realize it's a time to show how much we care about doing the work God has given us. And that is something that I cannot stress enough. And you just have to realize that each day is a day for us to do truth and proper worship, the good things God has prepared in advance for us to do. And in Romans chapter 12, this is completely unscripted. Romans chapter 12, verse 2, he talks about this. I'm ready to be transformed by Christ. In Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and verse 2, he talks about our being transformed, but also our need to submit ourselves to God so that we can do those good works. There's just so much more. I just want you to think, self-reflect on those things, these questions. How are you approaching what's been placed into your hands? Are you doing your best to make it grow and prosper? Are you just doing the bare minimum with it? Do you see each day as a chore or an opportunity to encourage others around you? Here's my prayer. Whatever you've received from God, ask for him to open your eyes to it. That whenever there is a ministry that he has put you to do, that you will recognize it. Whether it be being a good worker at your job, thinking to help others to do their best, helping them to understand and get a better mindset about the work they do, which is a ministry itself create diligent workers the things of the flesh and to understand that that translates into our attitude for things of the spirit. That consistency is necessary throughout our core for how we approach things. That's why I pray that you'll understand the whole fact that each thing we've been given we're to do to the best of our abilities and submission to God. Until next time, courage and Godspeed.